Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. business owner in Sacramento, California, were alone. That would be a, a really interesting and troubling story. The fact is that Liz is one of dozens, hundreds, thousands of business owners in blue states and West Coast cities that are dealing with this, and, and their voices are just not being heard. 
by those who govern us or haven't been until fairly recently. A, a rare example of how social media can be a positive in that you can you can get your information out there. And if you really strike a nerve, it can catch on and you can get a tremendous amount of attention. You don't need the local CBS affiliate to come do your story anymore. Right. You can get it out there. I'll be darned. Uh, Liz, who is a Sacramento business owner, joins us now. Liz, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's really our pleasure because we're, as you've probably guessed already, really with you on the idea that hardworking people, taxpaying people, uh, reasonable law-abiding people should not have their cities descend into chaos and ugliness um, and in favor of, you know, bums and junkies. But we know you don't want to use your last name. Why is that? Uh, you know, I've had quite the influx of negativity on my social media. I had to go private. And, you know, I, I found out on social media that I'm a stripper actress who is part of the KKK. So <laughs> I just would like to be. <laughs> You're a stripper and an actress, you said? Yeah, someone apparently saw me at a, uh, I was in L.A., Oh, oh it was a fake video. Yeah. I see. You're acting, and and you're yes. a Klan's woman as well. Okay. Yes. There you go. Jack, back to social media. So was there a particular moment that you just said, I'm fed up, and you decided to make this little video and put it out there? Yes. Okay. So, well, I've been dealing with this. Truthfully, it's, it's, it's gone downhill in the past six months. That's yep. when I really noticed it. Describe it to us. What do you deal with? Um, feces on my doorstep, I'm saying at least once a week. I walked up last week, there was a cup of urine. Uh, they dump over the garbage cans. They've broken my windows. They've robbed me. They've kicked my door in. And, you know, my husband and I got together and collectively, we just said, we're done. It's you're done. So I made that decision Friday and clearly in my video, I was upset and I'm, I'm still upset. And oh, you, oh, and, oh, you were very reasonable. And so you turn your phone on yourself, I guess, and you do your little screed, and 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 it goes viral. Um, was there a particular tipping point, or was it just the cumulative stuff that you uh, mentioned? Oh, actually, it was uh, a, a tent in front of my business. It was, and I and like I said, I have compassion for these people, but at the same time, <laughs> I'm trying to make a living. Nobody wants to come when they can't get into my business because there's a tent or there's syringes. You know, right. And and your compassion is appreciated, although, you know, we're we're realists, if nothing else. And my point, I, I'm Joe talking. That's Jack over there. Um, My point has always been, if you make it so easy for people to be, say, drug addicts or junkies or live on the street, I mean, because if you can live more or less for free and take in all the social services, you never have to go to work. You can lay around getting high all the time. I see the appeal of that. And I think as a society, we've we've made it way too easy. What do you think? We've made it way too easy. And the governor is talking about having shooting galleries where people can shoot up safely. Great. So you'd have you even more people just out of their minds high wandering into your business and, and, and threatening your customers. That just sounds lovely. Yeah, actually, I had someone walk through my door, broad daylight, middle of the day, push his way in, tell me he was going to use my restroom. I said no. He pushed me out of the way, and I ended up grabbing my purse and getting out. And luckily, I work next to a barber shop, and there's lots of men in there that could come help me. But and then you, could, was, then that, I assume that was the last straw. I assume you then call the police, and then what happens? Or do you? I I always call the police, and the the thing is, is that they make a report, and there's there's not much else they, they can they can do, you know, especially with the drugs around the area, they they can't arrest them. So what do you what do the cops say to you, Liz? 
they say, talk to your local officials, talk to the governor, because we want to be able to do something and we can't do it. Yeah, boy, we've heard that plenty of times from plenty of cops in plenty of places. Look, we completely understand, but we're being absolutely our hands are tied by the city mm-hmm. council or the governor or the mayor or whatever. So the the yeah. negativity you're getting on your Twitter account or in social media is it seem to be from people that think you're being mean to uh, to point this out or what? Yes, I got the the feedback I got was that I'm sorry they've inconvenienced your happy little life, and I thought, yeah, what is yeah, right? I understand. That's just, your job. <laughs> yeah. So part of your screed was the same thing I said at a city council meeting last year. Was it? It would seem that you're prioritizing them over those of us who are law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. You've chosen them over yeah. us, is what it looks like. And, and that's what you just said. And and if you point that out, there is a weird communist utopian crowd out there. Oh, you've yeah. got such a perfect life. Oh, sorry, we damaged your perfect life. I don't have a perfect life, and but I, I created this, and why do I have to give away chunks of it for that dude out there on the sidewalk? Why? What's the logic yeah. behind that? Well, you know, here's here's where I come from. I would like to say I am a recovering person myself. I, I've been sober for four years, and it's possible. And and I I got myself up by the bootstraps with the help of God. But but the, this is not the result. Letting people die on the street with their drug addictions is not loving them. Is not taking care of them. Is not helping them. And it's harming everybody else in the process. Boy, I would agree completely. Um, getting back to the theme of, you know, choosing somebody who just wants to live as a junkie rent free versus a person like you. Um, tell us about your business. How long did you take to get it started? What have you put into it? Um, I have had I've owned a business for 15 years. I've had two different locations. One was on um, another street downtown and I moved this one about 10 years ago. So I've been there 10 years. I loved my location. I put everything into my, my, you know, my business. This is, this is how I make a living. And granted I have my clients. I'm a hairstylist. I can move somewhere else. I don't want to, I, I loved where I was. So it's, it's a huge inconvenience and not to mention you'll lose clients when you move locations because downtown is very central. It's easy for people to get to. It's just, it's a huge inconvenience for me. Yeah. 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 That's a shame. And, and the guy who just wants to live rent free uh, wins and, and you lose. So you, you are actually going to move your business. I'm going to move my business. I'm, I'm going to be there for now until I can find something. And then I'm going to, I still have a lease. I'm going to have to pay cause I'm going to do the right thing, you know? Right. So I'll have that lease and then wherever I go. So that's how bad it is. I'm willing to pay two places to get out of there. Well, and then whoever owns that building, they're going to have to uh, find a tenant who's willing to put up with that. So you're that they're being harmed also. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a domino effect. Well, sure. if you haven't seen Liz's video, which is measured, intelligent, articulate, and not the least bit deserving of, of vitriol online, we have it at armstrongandgetty.com. Hey, Liz, uh, thanks for chatting with us, and, and well done. Way to speak your mind. I mean, that's a good for you, and sorry about the, the some of the crap you have to deal with, but that'll blow over. Literally crap, yeah. yeah. No problem. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks. That's uh, the fabulous Liz. And that interview was a hundred times better than the one she did on Fox and Friends. <laughs> I was going to ask her to say that, but I'm just, I'm telling you. Oh, what was the need for that? I mean, what, where did that cruelty, cruelty, I deal in facts. <laughs>
That was truth. You can't handle the truth. Festering cruelty within you that just had to leap out at the end. What? That's an unfair diagnosis, sir. Why are you crapping on the doorstep of my soul? (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) That's a difficult charge to respond to. This, this, uh, This story happens over and over and over, and it will... It will happen over time, and there'll be no coming back. And then, and then, and then there'll be the questions of why? Why do people not live in here, here anymore? Why right. do businesses not open up here anymore? <laughs> right, exactly. The downtown has died. We need to revitalize it. Yeah, well, nobody wants to be there. And you know, it's funny. Just like you said, the utopian communist uh, fantasy land that a lot of these people live in. Civilization, law and order, is not easy. It's practically a miracle. It's unknown in huge swaths of the earth where death and pain and disease hold sway. And you have these places where it's been well-established and it's very pleasant and, and reasonably safe and productive and prosperous to live in a place. And then people think that the things you have to do to preserve that are just too mean and we've got to get rid of them. Uh, I've, I've said this a hundred times. I, I ought to get a tattoo that... And I'll probably say it a thousand more before they yank me off the air someday, inevitably. Um, discipline without compassion is uh, fascism. It's cruelty. But compassion without discipline is chaos. And civilizations crumble. You've got to have the right balance. And more and more people, uh, liberal, progressive people in progressive areas are realizing, oh, this doesn't work. This is unlivable. This is miserable. Something needs to change, and I hope the word spreads. You also have to be a grown-up enough to deal with there's, there, there might not, at least for now, be a, a perfect solution where somebody isn't hurt. I'm just saying you're going to have to choose law-abiding, tax-paying citizens over the drug addicts out on the street. Right. right. Well, where are they going to go? Somewhere where they don't impact the quality of life of honest people. That's as simple answer as I can give you. There are plenty of places like that, way out there or over there, just not somewhere they impact people's lives and standard of living. Or eventually, slowly, it's not going to be a mass wave that gets everybody's attention, but slowly over time, people are just going to kind of go away. Right. And your businesses will go away and the people will move out and and you're going to think, what happened? Well, and I would like to hear a vote of recovering addicts. Yeah, we got a text on that. Okay. Letting, letting people live in their addiction is not compassion. Right. I'd like to see a vote. If somebody were to make it effortless, effortless for you to continue your addiction, would that help you stop or hurt your effort to stop? I mean, the answer is self-evident for the love of God. Anyway. And again, that's just a tangent to the whole thing. You got to let business owners be able to open a business in your city and have people walk in the door without being scared or stepping in human poop. Assaulted you just, in your own business repeatedly. It's crazy. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. 
I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.